We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG-TV. That's right. You can find us on Twitch every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us as we interview guests, we do live loops, and sometimes we have in-studio performances. Tune in at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Also, go check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Moded Studios has all your favorite patches and apparel. Go check them out. Some of the hottest sellers are the Wu-Tang patches. Get a Wu-Tang patch that represents your country, your sports team, or just your favorite design. ModedStudios.com. Now on with the show. Oh Lord, oh Lord, what have I done? I've fallen in love with the man on the run. Oh Lord, oh Lord, I'm begging you please. Don't take that sinner from me. Oh, don't take the sinner from me. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, what do I do? I've fallen for someone who's nothing like you. He's raised on the edge of the devil's backbone. And I just want to take him home. Oh, I just want to take him home. Oh. collaboration with Seer Shah Music and Bio Muse Music. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is the cozy Canadian, Alana Maddie. Alana Maddie is from Toronto, Canada. They are, uh, well, they were working as a, uh, a game, independent game uh, of sound engineer, but recently 
uh, Alana has taken up the torch to go music full-time and so now Alana is streaming on Twitch and she is doing great and and I suggest everyone to go and follow her on all her socials and on Twitch and you can find all those in the show notes so go click around and support alana maddie alana will be coming up in just a moment but first go to rainamystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com go check out what rain mystique is doing she is streaming three days a week tuesdays and thursdays at 7 a.m est and saturdays at 7 p.m est uh go check her out she's streaming she's doing her thing She's going to be releasing some new music, so pay attention to all of that. You can find her at twitch.tv slash Mystique. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch. Yes, that is right. You, I've been talking about it for months. Go on over to the Twitch, make yourself a profile, and then come and follow, and even subscribe if you want. We're having a great time. It's 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 We Speak English Good on steroids. You're, you're just not going to get the content on the audio side that you're going to get on the live stream version. It, it, we, come be a part of the conversation. Come ask questions. I just had a Motown legend on the show live in which I had to ask them, do you prefer waffles over pretzels? Okay? So... This is a Motown legend. She, her, she, her name is Janie Bradford. She wrote "Money." That's what I want. That's what I want. Okay, I don't need to berate your ears with that terrible, awful noise. So, yeah, uh, uh, we had someone ask her if if she liked uh, waffles or pretzels. So, you can be that person that asked Motown legend Janie Bradford. Whether or not she likes waffles or pretzels. Yay! <laughs> Anyways, come over to twitch.tv slash we speak English good and come and hang out. The party is happening over her. Uh, you can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, whatever, all of those. They're in the show notes. Go click on them. You can also uh, you can also subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, follow us on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch. Leave a review. This is very helpful for us. Leave a review, uh, and it helps us to be found in the pal, the algorithm. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Please leave a review uh, if you like the show. Uh, also, if you want to support the show, uh, go on to wespeakenglishgood.threadless.com and go get yourself some merch. Yeah, we got we got we got the cartoon or the emote me. Uh, mad me with my headphones on looking all mad listening to music uh you can get that t-shirt or you can get the woo the pro wrestler quote unquote uh pro wrestler his name is nick hair nick hair woo copyright infringements we gotta watch those uh so yeah go and get some of that and also we have the 80s design which i made myself i think it looks pretty slick if i do say so myself and it's one of the hot sellers i'm lying actually rick flair what no nick hair is the <laughs> nick hair is the one that is uh the hot seller obviously oh my let's move on go to threadless and check that shit out until until they take it down for copyright infringement which they won't because it's pro wrestler Woo! go get it go get it uh 
Uh, I think that's everything you can write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. I'm still on my juice fast, so my brain is so women. But you know what? Let's move on with it. Let's let's get to it. Put your hands together. Oh wait, who's on the show this? Oh, I do want to promote one thing. Thomas Frank is uh, the podcast release for next for Friday, uh, but. Also on the live stream, we have Mike Audie of mytiki.com, which I do want to give a. You guys have been hearing the commercials, uh, and 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 I appreciate everyone going and signing up under that link that is provided in the show notes. But go to mytiki.com if you are tired of all these big data companies coming and taking your information and selling it to God knows who, to God knows where. Uh, also, the best thing about it is you can monetize the data that that you want to sell. So go to mytiki.com slash good English and sign up if you want to help the show and, and start making money off data that is being taken for free. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. Anyways, Mike Audie will be on the show on the live stream. So come through and hang out. All right, guys, that's enough out of me. I'll talk to you guys on the other side. Put your hands together for Alana Maddie. Alana, thank you so much yes. for being here. You're thank in, you for having me. You're in Toronto. Which, I am in Toronto, which, yes. Which, which is kind of close to me. I'm in Toledo, Ohio, which is, which, whatever. But th- that's pretty close. That's that's not too far away. How, how do you like Toronto? How do you like living in Toronto? I mean, how do, you, how do you like living in a big city like Toronto in the middle of a pan? Well, at the tail end, I suppose, of a pandemic. Oh, we're definitely still in the middle of it. Yeah. You think so? You think you <laughs> oh, think yeah. we're still oh, we're, yeah. we're not on the tail end? Not at least not here. Really? Um like we're our vaccinations are taking some time. So oh. we're we're still pretty we're still pretty in it at this point. Oh, but wow. um it's been weird. We actually like we moved at the beginning of the pandemic because we used to be like right downtown Toronto. Mm. And then because the pandemic sucked um and we didn't want to live like surrounded by people in a condo building anymore we moved a little bit to the outskirts of the city we're still in toronto but we're like right i don't know how to explain it well, <laughs> we're not I mean, like downtown downtown but we're still in the city it would w- like be would it like a suburb would that work i was as- gonna call it a suburb but it's not really toronto is just like like Toronto has plenty of suburbs, but Toronto itself is just like a mess. Like it's huge. Like you can spend an hour driving from one side of Toronto to the other side of Toronto, which is partially because the traffic is a mess, but partially because it's just like huge. So I wouldn't say we're necessarily like in a suburb, but we're not like in the core of downtown anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I couldn't imagine being in like a big city, like in the middle of a city, in the middle of all this this garbage. Yeah. I, I, I happen to live out in kind of the rural, rural Ohio. Um, nice, which, nice. Which, yeah, which is great when the internet is working correctly. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we live in like Bumpkin Town, but but we're we're close to a bigger city. But we live far enough away from everything, whereas like we're definitely just sort of watching it all play out from from yeah. the suburbs, you know. But. I think like something that was nice 
about where I was living and like mm. my brother still lives quite downtown is that there's more of a mentality of like everyone having to be extra careful. So like I find that like people are actually much more diligent about their mask wearing downtown and like uh, it's also like a bit of a younger demographic where it's like where I am now are like a lot of old people and a lot of like middle-aged people who are like, oh, masks. And it's like, <laughs> whereas downtown everyone's like kind of between the age of like 20 and 35 I would say and most of them are like well I live in a condo building and I'm surrounded by people all the time so like they're pretty diligent like especially even like double masking now and stuff like mm. that whereas here like I see people in my own building where like it's the law to wear a mask inside wow and they're just not <laughs> it's like come on man I just don't I just don't get I just don't get it like and and I mean I do there I do get the I I guess I get these stupid arguments that they come up but I just don't get that that why people are just like I, I just can't do it and I mean like I know in the states we have this whole like you can't tell me what to do type of thing going on that kind of mentality but like I don't really <laughs> understand why people were so yeah. against the mask I mean I I I understand their argument because there's a lot of places when you look at like like um like Florida. Uh, where they stopped caring about masks months ago and they're no f worse or better than let's say like New York or or, 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 or or Los Angeles where they had these really stringent rules. So I do see like where people are like, they don't do anything, but it's still, it's like just, just giving your fellow citizens the comfort, the mental comfort of seeing that. Like, because when you see someone walking around, like, with no mask on, like, I don't give it, you know, like, that just puts a vibe out. You know, it just, you're, yeah. you're setting a vibe. It's like, look, we're all in this kind of crappy thing together. Can we, can we get some unity here? And they're just like, no, <laughs> can't tell yeah. me what to do. Yeah, it's a, I think it's definitely part of that. And I think it's also like, it's, you know, it's rhetoric when you can say that like, oh, well, your Florida is not doing as much masking, but they still are just as bad. Like, I think like there are still a lot of people that are masked, but it's also like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We don't need to get into it. I just, well, I no. think it's, it's, it's like here we've been really diligent and like our cases are pretty low in yeah. comparison like everything here has been a lot less than other like other places so, like i'm glad to be in lockdown i'm happy that we've locked down the way that we have because we've avoided like things getting super out of hand and getting really bad and like i still like i lost a family member to covid in january mm. and like that was really rough um and like I know a lot of other people who've also so like even with our numbers being lower, like I've still been personally affected. I know my friends who've been personally affected. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's been a tough time. That's for sure. Oh yeah, Raina still don't have her smell all the way back, and she oh. she she was she got it in in, in mid December. Wow. So it's like wow. that that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane yeah. to think about. Yeah, it, it, it's a. It's definitely it's definitely a real thing that is just 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 confounding. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like people here in the States and we, we, we've, we've kind of let things go. You, I mean, you know, <laughs> you, everybody knows by now what, what America has been doing, but I, I don't know, man, there's this, I think people are just getting sick of, of just the, the whole being inside and ha being told that they have to be inside. And, and yeah, sorry to hear that, by the way. I mean, yeah. I just sort of mm -hmm do, but I'm sorry to hear oh, about no, your, that's your, okay. Your family member um, passing from this this awful thing. Uh, how did you take lockdown? Did, did, are you someone who is sort of like I, I know you said you liked that that we're in lockdown, and, and I'm only yeah. assuming that's because of safety precautions. But 
Is there a part of you that actually likes this sort of seclusion, this sort of like this lockdown inside sort of thing? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like, I know that's like a terrible thing, but yeah. like I kind of do. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I... I'm, I, I'm just a super busy person. Mm. I do way too much. I've always juggled having like multiple jobs at the same time, multiple interests at the same time. And then to have like social engagements on top of that, that would sometimes like be super frequent. And it's like, I have a very difficult time like telling like my friends and family who I love, like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. Like <laughs> I do, but I don't. And so like lockdown has kind of been this nice excuse to like, take some time for myself and to not have to like make an excuse for that. Like I'm just, I'm a pretty introverted person. Like I'm like an introverted extrovert or whatever, where like I can deal with myself in like social situations and like, I'm fine with that, but I just, it exhausts me so much more than it does a lot of my friends and a lot of people that I know. I need a lot more time to like, uh, like recharge after that. And so like, it's even been funny through lockdown having people be like, like you, like we need to be calling each other more often. Like you need that social interaction. Like you need that. And it's like, first of all, I get a lot of that from Twitch. Yeah. But like, second of all, like, I just don't, I'm just not that kind of person. Like socializing doesn't recharge me. It drains <laughs> me. <laughs> I, yeah. So, so yeah. So this has been sort of okay for you. In, in it's sense. been okay. And yeah. like, I'm excited for it to be over. I'm mm-hmm. excited to like see my friends again and to get to hang out and play board games and like, you know, not have to worry about seeing my family and like putting them at risk and stuff like that. Like I, you know, I'm really excited for all of that to be over. But I think like through this, I have definitely learned that I need to say no more often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how about you? Has it been like, how has it been for you? It's been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's been amazing. <laughs> no, um, no, because I, I'm like you as well. I, uh, I, I, I'm pretty introverted, and I can be extroverted when you know my job calls for it. Um, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I'm very much I'm in my world. I'm in my zone. Uh, I, I'm. I have plenty to keep me busy. I have plenty yeah. of work on. I have plenty. You know, like. I, I have an empire to build here, so like you know, I, I don't mind just being in a house. Like there was like weeks and weeks and weeks, you know, that we just never left the house, and it was mm-hmm. even it was it was like leaving the house just was like a, the worst thing ever. Like I remember, it, I remember being like, we have to go to the store for food. Oh God, <laughs> no! Oh, and, and it really did sort of put a weird thing uh, where I'm getting over it now. But for mm-hmm. a while, it did sort of make me even more like just hyper aware of 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 people and 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 uh, and space. And I already have a thing about space and hyper aware people and anxiety mm-hmm. and depression and all the good stuff that comes with yeah. this. Um, <laughs> and, and 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 so what I did notice is that. For a while, I was like going out, and and I did start seeing people as like not enemies, but just like oh, get away, and mm-hmm. like I don't want to make eye contact, and, and just like eye contact has gotten did get pretty hard for me, uh, for just just in general. I mean, it's already a hard thing for me to do is like just walking down the street, making eye contact with another just stranger, like yeah. you know, like exposing our souls to each other just in passing is just to me is very. Uh, you know, like if I could just, I love sunglasses, so I don't have to see. So yeah, it was, it was great for me. 
in a sense that I was able to reconfigure my life because I was a gig musician before the pandemic and, and I mm-hmm. still am, but you know, it's in a different way now. Uh, but it, it's a, uh, that's where my income came. So it was a great opportunity for me to refocus, reshift and, and to, uh, uh, diversify and and so when things do open up and I, I and I can go out and play again and I and I'm lucky enough to be able to you know kind of step into a music uh, 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 community that uh, that knows that knows me and I got a good name around town so I'll be able to find work once things open up so but 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 diversifying what I'm working on and and and, and really truly starting to become like a very self-sufficient person and now, I've been a working musician for five years, but now that the podcast and the stream, it was just great for that. It was just great to be able to like put all this energy into the podcast, something that I really loved, but was always sort of a hobby. Um, did you have anything that you were able to accomplish with this time? And I mean, yeah, I, I, go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, like, yes, I think it's been really nice to focus on Twitch and to have yeah. the time to do that, you know, having being able to kind of move my schedule around. I mean, I've worked through COVID for the most part. I mm. actually managed to have like four different jobs last year somehow, <laughs> I, which like my friends make fun of me for. So like, leave it to Alana to have four different jobs while everyone else is unemployed. And I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> It was very strange. It's just what happens. It's just what happens. Yeah, it's just what happens. And like, so like I worked, so I wasn't like, I didn't have a ton of time to like focus on like side projects and stuff like that. But having the time to think about Twitch more and to take Twitch more seriously, I guess, like it, it moved from being something that I was doing for fun to something that I was like, oh, I would like to do this all the time. I would like this to be what I focus all my energy on. And like, I wrote a lot of music last year, like more music than I'd written in a really long time. Um, I'm working back in sound design again, uh, which is like the thing that I'm trained in, which is nice that I kind of went away from for a little while. And now I'm back doing that again. And it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I Nothing big, I guess, just lots of music, which was really really great 2020 was a lot of music for me and that was really nice so then do you think that that this i mean you you said you were working but like you did uh, did then it, it was a productive year for you uh in a yeah, sense because definitely. it did sort of put you back in this uh in this mindset of of, of writing and expressing and yeah and i think i yeah. even saw on your uh your youtube did you do like a song a day challenge type thing <laughs> it did yeah. yeah it was crazy and i'm definitely gonna do it again yeah. um but i did this like songtober thing quote unquote uh which was there was like a prompt list uh, it was actually started by another at least the one that I, the version that I did was started by another Twitch streamer by the name of Malin. Yeah. And she came up with the prompt list. And I, as far as I know, like her and I were the only ones to really kind of like keep on with it. But it was, it was so much fun and so hard. And I think at the end I did 13 or 14 tracks. So out of the 31 possible, I did half, which I'll take it. <laughs> I've never written that many songs in such a short period of time before. Uh, and I, I'm pretty proud of myself for that. So that was pretty cool. And like some of those tracks are now going to actually get produced and finished and released this year, like in, as like full songs, which is very cool. Yeah, totally. No, I love those. I love those, prom- um, not prompt, but I love those, um, 
those challenges that people take where there's like, you know, a song a day or I know that like I had this dude on who is a digital artist and he does a lot of like, you know, like uh, animation and, and just different rendering type stuff. And I barely know what I'm talking about there, obviously, but it's uh, he's just very good at it. And he does a project a day for his Instagram. Um Wow. And he got that, and he's like in day like 2000 or something. It's nuts. Or not. No, that's too much. No, I think he's at like 1200 or something, but it's a lot. It's a lot of yeah. days. It's yeah. been years that he's been sort of just every day, no matter what, he has he has a, a piece of art that he displays. And he got that from this uh, other Instagram. Well, he's an artist. He's an amazing digital artist. His name is Beeple Crap. Yeah, I don't, he's incredible it's incredible and it's it's disturbing imagery it's pretty dark sometimes but it's like very uh very lots of social commentary and uh mm -hmm. it's just it's it's just amazing but he does that as well he's like he puts out a piece of art every day and and it's just like it's really just trying to uh you're 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 basically building skills you're, you're training your brain to sort of keep moving and you get what were some of the big things you came away from that challenge that that you will be applying to how you go forward in writing and, and producing um i think i i think i think too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's uh that helps and like yeah doing the doing that challenge forced me to not think so much mm. and to not have to be perfect because it was like it doesn't thank you thomas thank you <laughs> That like it doesn't matter how good the song is, good quote unquote the song is, if it's a if it's a good chunk of music, I guess I'll say like if it it was more like about quantity instead of quality. But I did find that I still put out quality products, mm -hmm. even without being so perfectionistic about it. And like I used to very much be the songwriter that was like. What's up, Brittle Star? Thank you for um, that follow. Also, hi there. Ivy, hi three thirty, hi Alderina. I'm just saying hello <laughs> to my pals that I saw in chat. Hi Thomas. <laughs> Thank you for being here, everybody. Hi Reina, etc. Anyways, I it was basically like I could put out something that was good without overthinking it. Oh yeah, I was going to say. Sorry, my brain is a mess all the time. That's okay. This is not just right now. This is just constant. Well, you're, um, but you're also like you just <laughs> interacted with chat, and it's like it's that. That's part of all of this yeah. is like interacting <laughs> and then forgetting what you were just doing because you wanted to say hi to your friends. <laughs> that's streaming for you. Yeah, exactly. um, but we basically, like, I used to be a songwriter that was very like it has to, I have to be in the right mood I have to be in the right headspace like I would write often at night at the end of the day when I was like had less energy because I could just like emote and that would be how I would kind of like turn that into music and to have to do this challenge was like okay well I can't just like wait until the vibe is right. I have to do it. Like <laughs> right. I have to write something right, right. now. Yeah. And as it turns out, I can. <laughs> so it's, you have great. the power. Yes, right. yes. So I've, I've kind of gone from there and been like, okay, I'm gonna stop overthinking things and just, just do it and just write more often. And hopefully I'll have time to do that again soon. <laughs> One day, um, but yeah. In between yeah. all 20 jobs you're doing. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> I, and because, like, you know, even though that Twitch is like this fun thing for you, and it's and you know, it's entertaining, and and like mm -hmm. it, you get to stretch your mind, and 
and you know you get to like build your own little world it's still it's still a, a job and it still requires time and focus and it's so like yep. it's another job and and that's what i think people don't see like these types of platforms as is like you should you should definitely have fun with it but but you should definitely take it seriously as a job if you're if that's what you want out yeah. of it right i guess if that's oh, what absolutely. you're looking out of it but if you're just looking to have fun and stream once in a while and do that that's fine too it's just uh, if you're expecting to grow on Twitch, if you're like on any platform, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, whatever, if you're expecting to grow on any platform, you have to put energy into it. Yeah. Like you're only going to get back as much as you put into it, you know, and like sometimes you, sometimes no, sometimes you can just like kind of get lucky. But, you know, it's great to do something just for fun. But if like for me, I wanted it to grow. I wanted it to be a way to get my music out there. And so very quickly it was like, oh yeah, like this is fun and I really enjoy it. But if I want to succeed in, you know, getting more people to listen to my music, I'm going to have to put effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put effort. Like that's, it, it, it's funny how, how, how far consistency and just like a little effort will go. And like I, I just, yeah. I think that's I think that's what people should look at if they're ever like looking into starting a podcast or starting a stream or starting a business. It's just like you you kind of gotta simplify it and not make it so overwhelming for yourself because it, it is an overwhelming thing. And so sort of slowing down and looking at it in, in more of a simplified manner, I think, helps mm -hmm. a lot. Um, what, what, what prompted you to kind of come to Twitch and start streaming? Um, I am a gamer. I work in video games. Oh, sweet. And what do you so do? that was, uh, I'm a sound designer. So I do, oh, that's what it, do. not a composer, but like, um, basically everything but composing. Like sound effects <laughs> and, and. Yeah. Like, sound effects, ambiences, UI sound, anything that makes a noise that isn't music. That's what I do. <laughs> that is so awesome. Um, yeah. The uh, 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 so like, are you like recording footsteps, or do you just pull from a bank of sounds? Like, how how does that work? It's a combination. Mm. Um, uh, there's so many libraries now that mm. are so amazing that have like much better, cleaner recordings than I would be able to do on my own. And like, I work on a really small team. Um, like I am the only audio person on the team at this point at this wow. stage in development. Um, but like, we're, we're still like very, very early days. Mm. Uh, and like, I, if I were recording everything myself and then cleaning up the tracks and then cutting them up and then implementing them in the engine, I would have no time to do everything else. So most of what I do is from libraries, but there are certain things that like just don't exist. And so yeah. you have to create them either from, putting together other sounds that just exist in the universe or like going in and recording specific things. It's really fun. <laughs> no, I, I absolutely love that shit. And, and just, just like, just from me putting together the dumb videos that I do put together, um, you know, like that is part, like some of my favorite part of doing video or, or just anything like that is like, the stupid sound effects and 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 like <laughs> just because to me that like the the detail is what what is what gets me you know it's like attention to mm -hmm. detail like the smallest little you know like 
someone I, I was just watching I think it was like a Simpsons episode and and like what the person was saying wasn't really that funny it was just like a blanket stupid statement but because the music was like do 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 or some stupid thing like that it mm-hmm. was just the funniest thing you can imagine and so when you th- look at when you it, it, I, I always remember this uh <laughs> this fight it was like a John Wayne fight that they that they uh that they showed with effects and it's two cowboys just going at it, fighting in the dirt. And, uh, and then they showed without the sound effects on what it was. And it's just like, it looks so stupid. (laughs) And, and then if you add Calvo, what's up, buddy? Oh God. I'm like yelling into this. What's up, dude. Hey, mental. Thanks for raiding over with yourself. I appreciate it, buddy. That was nice of you. Appreciate Um, it. Yeah. Uh, It's audio is such a funny, a funny, funny job because if you've done it well, if you've done it properly, no one will notice. <laughs> but if you've done it wrong, everyone Everybody. will notice. So, like, you very <laughs> rarely have someone being like, oh, like, wow, this audio is so good. It's more of a compliment, like when you're like on games I've worked on in the past. If the reviewer says nothing about the audio, I'm like, yeah, we did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's funny. Um, it, so, have you been reviewed poorly with audio? It's like, well, I hated the audio. It was like the worst. <laughs> Luckily, thing. <laughs> no, at least not for a game that I was there to ship um Mm -hmm. like watchdogs legion i worked on the beginning of it um but i wasn't there all the way to the end and that one got a little slammed here and there for the audio um but i like i i know the guys on that team really well and like talked to them about it and it wasn't even uh it wasn't it wasn't their fault in any way it was more of a like data issue Mm. and the way it was processed and compressed at the end of the day was more of like oh why is the audio quality not Mm. so good as so it wasn't the actual like sounds it was the like bit rates and stuff that were not how they processed it and it's like it wasn't like a bad cat it's not like you guys went out there with your iphone and and, and (laughs) captured like a, a cat fart or something it was like no it was like you sent over the proper files and the proper formats and somewhere in the in the in the production line someone was just like yeah whatever we're just yeah that's oh audio whatever we can compress the hell out of that no one's gonna notice oh surprise everyone noticed (laughs) yeah it's just (laughs) i loved how you said that it's like it's like if you do it right no one notices anything but if if you do it wrong it's like everybody knows because it's like that's not how foot steps sound you Mm -hmm. know (laughs) like uh, I find that it's very common for like indie games. I'll notice um, this is going to sound like I'm like calling them out. I'm not calling them out. Call but them out. There's a Call game. them out. <laughs> what well, just one of the examples yes, that I had was um, she does. Uh, my time at Porsche, which is like a an indie like crafting game. I guess I think it was supposed to be like a th- 3d stardew valley kind of situation Mm -hmm. um but it was in it released uh it released early it was early access for like a really really long time um but their audio was so bad like they had one sound when you cut down a tree for all of the pieces of tree that hit the ground because the audio was the same for every hit uh something called phasing would happen which is when Mm -hmm. you play the same waveform 
um, slightly off from this, like this, like, so if this is the waveform, this is the same one. And they're like this, it creates this weird, like sound. So every time you would like cut down a tree, you'd get this like horribly weird distortion. And like all of the footsteps were exactly the same. And it was just like, it was distracting. And it's like, but this is stuff that's like a lot of teams don't think about audio until way later they're like oh well when a tree falls down it's gonna make this sound and they're not thinking like oh well 30 pieces of this tree are gonna fall down at the same time right they're not they're not prepared to deal with that i think they they ended up fixing it and stuff but i remember just in the early access phases being like this is bad (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah it's like a a tree falling is just like this, that's it. <laughs> There's no yeah, like just no one. leaves that you know yeah. scraping against the ground and, and then the branches snapping mm-hmm. under the weight of a big you know trunk falling on it and the thud of it and then and then the air that gets pushed <laughs> out. Yeah, there's a lot to think about. It's when a it lot comes to up. go on. Yeah, yeah, I love audio yeah. and that and that's what I'm trained in. I'm not trained in like uh you know what you do, but I'm trained in just you know mixing and mastering that kind of stuff, engineering. Mm-hmm. So it's it, I I love that shit. It's just to me it's it, it's it's just, I think that's why I like editing the podcast because it's just so fun to sort of put these ideas together and then like you just throw fart noises underneath just for fun. You know, it's just it's just like you can do anything with this, um, with this sort of aspect. Is there any? Is there is there a project that you can recall that was like very challenging that you where you ran into an issue that? Uh, you just, you know, you weren't sure how you're going to solve it, but then you figured it out. I mean, is there anything that... <laughs> All I, I, the time. That's right. I, I know it's problem solving. <laughs> I know. It's funny. It's like, which one? It's just like, I'm constantly problem solving. But is there one where that where you felt like the pressure mount, mounted and, and you were really like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this? And then... Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, when I was working on Watch Dogs 2... Um, I part of my job was creating I'm going to try and make this as interesting as physically possible because it is not really an interesting thing. But I used to make what called like an ambient zone, which are essentially these boxes. So like when you walk into a room, you can't hear what's happening outside of the room. Or Mm. like if you're outside and you walk into a house, you can't hear the outside sounds anymore. Like that's all manually set up Mm -hmm. um, by creating these zones. And we basically had like a rogue sound that was just like, it was coming out from one particular place and no one could figure out why it was happening. Like you could hear it like across the game, like so far away. And everyone kept looking at me being like, well, your boxes are drawn wrong. Like you did this wrong. And I'm like pulling my hair out being like, I am a hundred percent sure that this is not my problem. But like it went back and forth between a whole bunch of us, like a whole bunch of people got involved. And there was like (laughs) someone in particular that I kept being like, I'm pretty sure this is your fault. It's your sound that we can hear. And he kept being like, no it's not my fault and like i was like petrified like i was the juniorest junior on the team i was like this is gonna fall on me and in the end i was right (laughs) it was his fault (laughs) and but like i uh, like i was in a bit of a shitty situation at that job and my boss at the time who ended up being the reason why i left um after this whole thing came out and it was like we'd figured out what it was And I was just like so relieved. He pulled me aside and he's like, you know, you were way too defensive about that. Like you should have just taken the fall for the team. And I'm like, 
but I couldn't, it wasn't my mistake. I didn't know what was wrong with it, but he was like, no, like you, like you have to be a team player. You have to like, blah, 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 like stopping so defensive. And it's like, okay. (laughs) Like it was just, it was, it was just ridiculous. Cause it was like, if it was my fault, I would have fixed it, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't my fault. And I couldn't fix it because it was something so out of my wheelhouse that I wasn't even allowed to touch. And they, you know, but like, just like have it all, like have so much stress. And then at the end of it being like, well, you know, you should have just taken the fall. And I was like, (sighs) that's, that's rough. Do you you think there was more to that than, or, or do you think it was just because you're, you're a noob and there you're just like, or do you think there was more to it? I I don't know. Uh, I mean, without getting like too deep into it, Mm -hmm. he was just the worst. Ah, Um, That's good enough. That's all we need. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty much it. Um, and I, you know, I think that there, I definitely was defensive to a point Mm -hmm. because I was a junior and I was constantly having to prove myself and constantly feeling like, you know, I need to prove that I need to be on this team. And so obviously there's this kind of like gut reaction when something is wrong and you're being blamed for the thing that is wrong, but you didn't do the thing that is wrong (laughs) and you are the most likely to get fired for doing the thing that is wrong. You're going to want to try and tell people that you didn't do the wrong thing. Like, and so like, I can see it from that that perspective but i thought that it was it was a bit of a ridiculous conclusion at the end of the day that it was like no one was like oh sorry we blamed you for like three weeks for this mistake that wasn't yours they were like well you shouldn't have just been so defensive (laughs) that's that's insane to me like that's just like i i can see why you left uh that that's no one deserves (laughs) that it was a mess well what what sucks is that when you get in these you know these companies and you get some boss who thinks that they you know they think that they're fucking they know everything and they and they're at the boss for a reason and that it's (laughs) like i i don't like it when people in positions of power start throwing that shit around and 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 trying to intimidate people and it's like it's just what what are you true what kind of culture are you building in this company? What kind of what kind of message are you sending to people who are trying to come up? You know, it's like it, yeah. it, it just seems disconnected. And when you have someone at the top who is who is who's doing that, it, it sets a precedent. You know, it sets a precedent for everyone it in does. the company. And I I think that there there are a lot of bosses that are like that, and I I think it's. I was talking to someone else recently. Maybe I tweeted about it. I don't remember. I tweeted about it for International Women's Day um, because like last year, there were a lot of people that spoke out, specifically women who spoke out about why they'd left the gaming industry or about harassment that they'd had in games on Twitch, Mm -hmm. like, uh, like across these kind of like entertainment industries. But it's really easy to criticize those industries because they're constantly under the spotlight you know like twitch is something that people don't have a full grasp on like as far as like the older generations and so when there's a scandal they can kind of like latch onto that the same with gaming there's a lot of kind of people that don't understand how prevalent and important the gaming industry is how huge the gaming industry is and so when there's like a slip up news like newspapers will be all over it whereas like i am a hundred percent sure that these type of people that this type of situation happens at banks at financial institutions happens in schools happens at any job Mm -hmm. any job that you can 
you can say there's going to be people that are like that who are abusing their power, who are treating men or women badly, but they don't get that, like, they don't get that focus, you know? Like, I'm sure there's people like that working at Google, and mm. that's, you know, they're never going to get talked about. Right, right. Yeah, no, the... the it, it, it's it's discouraging, and I, I think that when companies are led by those kind of leaders, it's just it just you can feel the toxicity from the moment you step into the into a building. You know, it just just people uncomfortable and and just you know always on edge. And I I, I don't I, I that's why it's really hard for me to work for people. <laughs> that's why I work for yeah. myself. Or, or my wife, really. I work for my wife. My, That's rum, the rum, best. Rum. That's the best way to be. <laughs> That's fine. It works for me because it's like it, I do. I need direction, and, and she's all about giving direction. So it's like, hey, that works. It's like, what do I do now? Go do that. Okay, here we go. I'm going to do that. That sounds good. Oh. <laughs> uh, Oh, now I'm a little confused. So you don't show it's not your fault because your job is on the line. Wouldn't that get you default fired? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the whole thing is does it, it doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't she defend herself uh, when she knows it's not her fault? And when she knows that it's not, uh, uh, you know, like it wasn't her fault. It, it, and, and, and obviously if, if you, if it was your fault, you would at least have some sort of way of fixing it. You know, it's somehow, but you, you couldn't find it. And, and so, you know, it, it just, of course, it, it just doesn't make sense. That's me micromanaging mystique. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think like, I like, sorry to get heavy. I, just no. get, I get very passionate about this stuff. As yeah, soon as it talk, comes up, I'm like talk. all over it. Let's be passionate. Um, let's, let's get fired <laughs> up, man, because this shit pisses me off too. And, and, you know, and a lot of times it does have something to do with, with a man and a woman. It does. I've seen it happen yeah. with my wife who was in the corporate world who, who, you know, I, I better not say anything about it, but it's like, I've seen it happen with my wife. I've seen, you know, like mm -hmm. they, they, they'll talk down or they'll say you're acting, you know, emotional or irate or whatever it is. All those yeah. little code words for, you know, like, do you need a mite all? You know, it's like, that's, that's the, you know, that's the, the crux, you know, that's where we're yeah. at. And it's, and it, it's discouraging. And, you know, I, I, I love my 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 brother, my men brothers. You know, like I, I love them, but it's like we we gotta learn some shit. You know, and, and me too. I, I'm I'm I gotta learn shit. We're all in a state of learning right now, and and, and the people who are just denying that and, and trying to be like, no, this doesn't exist. It's like, yes, no, there yes. is truth to this shit. There is truth to this shit. Um, totally, and and it's a lot of like. I think something that's important to remember, like I love that you're talking about that learning stuff, is that that's all that most people are asking for. Mm -hmm. You know, people that are marginalized, people that are, um, you know, on the lower side of, of like, I don't know how to say what I'm saying. Marginalized is the word yeah. for it. But like, you know, like people who are oppressed, like all that they want is for you to be open-minded and listen and learn and acknowledge that their experiences are valid. You know, like it's a really, really, really good friend of mine. I worked with him for a few years. He's 
not the brightest. <laughs> Just in terms Damn, of like, this is your friend. <laughs> no, I, hold on. I'm going to bring it around. But he loves to listen and learn. And uh-huh. so like he has these opinions and we'll end up debating about things. Like we had a really long conversation just after we'd become friends about, you know, uh, diversity hiring and how important it is to 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 do that kind of thing. And he was very of this very kind of a traditional mindset of like, well, the person who has the most skills is a person who should get hired. And it's like, well, if you can hire the person that has the second most skills and happens to be a minority in your industry, you should be hiring that person. And we had like we had a really long conversation about it, but it wasn't an argument. It wasn't a debate. And he wasn't stubborn about it. He wanted to understand why that was important and why that you know, why that is how things should be. And, you know, when someone is frustrated and they're, you know, complaining about something, an experience that they had, the best thing that you can do, especially if you're someone that hasn't ever experienced that before and can't fully understand is to just say like, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. You know, I'm so sorry that you went through that. Like, that's really awful. Like, because it's it's always default human nature to come back and say like, oh, well, you know, they only did this because X, Y, Z. And, you know, I'm sure that they only responded in this way because X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, okay, now you're taking that person's experience and making it, like, seem less important. Like, this person had a bad time with this particular person. You don't have to try and say, like, oh, well, they only treated you badly because they were having a bad day or because you were wearing a yellow shirt or, like, that doesn't help. They still had a bad time. And now you're just telling them that they shouldn't feel as bad about their bad time. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I do. I do. Because, you know, like, there... Obviously, there's a scale of suffering in the world, and 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 uh, but but just because your suffering isn't as bad as their suffering, it doesn't mean that yes. you're not suffering. Yes. And 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 that sh- that should be uh, uh, it's valid. It's valid to be suffering, even if even if you're not starving to death in some third world country where you can't get a glass of clean water. You know, it's like yes. you should still you still have you know, this is still meaningful to you. It's still meaningful mm-hmm. to the people that you interact with. And yeah, I, I totally mean intent means less than impact. Intent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Well, uh, you know, it, it, hold on. Wait, wait, what did you ask, Mental? Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I was reading something else. Yeah, it's it's a it's I know it's a slippery situation and and it's a it's a it's a weird place to be at and even talk about. But I definitely think that there's that these issues do need to be sort of talked about. Uh, I I don't know it, where I'm having a problem now with all of this is the fact that people are being shut down from having the conversation and not mm-hmm. being able to have an open dialogue about it. Mm-hmm. And and then you have, you know, companies like uh, Facebook and Twitter and Amazon, you know, like they're all sort of conglomerating together to sort of stop this conversation. And 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 I know that there's awful people out there that say stupid things, but I I definitely think that there's, you know, there there's a wide variety of people that sort of need to talk this shit out. Because it is yes. a gray area, yes. and it is some, and and to shut down the conversation, which is what I'm against, is 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 I think is detrimental for progress. 
Yeah, I I very much agree with you. And I think that there's definitely, there are people that want to have the conversation Mm -hmm. and there's people that don't, you know, and like, it's good to shut down those kinds of people. I think like uh, mental mental mention, cancel culture in chat. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that there are positives and negatives to cancel culture. Mm -hmm. You know, there are certain people that are, irredeemable that you know they they Harvey Weinstein should definitely be canceled (laughs) yeah like you know people who've done horrible things or who have said really terrible things continuously like someone that has been talked about a lot recently is like JK Rowling Mm -hmm. who you know is transphobic and it is a bummer (laughs) like Mm. it's obviously a bummer because her work means a lot and I think that you know, you have to separate the work from the person. We can still appreciate what she's done and what she's written without, you know, holding her to such a such a high mm. regard kind of thing. Because she's, you know, they did, we have tried to have the conversation with her that like people have tried to open up and try to explain it. And she's just gone on to write articles and, and crazy long things explaining why she is the way that she is. And that's fair, but, you know, we do have to, have the conversations there are people that get canceled so fast and mm-hmm. they don't even have an opportunity to say their piece or to be educated or to learn from something that they've said in the past like i think it's there's it's a double-edged sword you know like you have to be able to talk to these people but those people have to be willing to be spoken to as yeah. well right and 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 you know for for all of jk Rowling's, you know faults or for whatever she's you know like and and i did actually read some of what she was saying and and you know there's there's parts that i i i understand and um mm-hmm. you know and you know i i can't speak too much on you know trans experiences but i can look at like a situation in in california where uh like what was it, a 52 year old um uh, a woman, man who transitioned into woman. I don't even know if I can say it like that anymore. But uh, you know, and they have a family, they had kids, and then in in you know in their life they decided well not decided they recognized that they were living a lie and they decided to go forward with this mm-hmm. transition. And then, and they were a Navy SEAL, and they I mean they had a whole life, and then they go on to an all women's basketball team for for college students. And goes and just dominates the court. Now, when you look at what, but when you're looking at pictures, he, she, I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> she is, 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 is towering over these young ladies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there, there's definitely a physical, uh, advantage that they, you know, yeah. the, these, these young ladies are like five foot two, whereas she yeah. is six foot seven. And just dunking on, and, and also more than half their age, and yeah. and the only reason why they're on that that they are on this team is because of you know we're trying to be inclusive here. Meanwhile, these young ladies who worked their whole lives to tr- to get mm-hmm. to college and to go and 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 get on a team and, and have a life in sports. Meanwhile, they they have to sort of take the backseat to you know to to this older lady who wants to come and dunk on him. And so when you look at things that JK Rowling is saying is like, you know, they're putting women's rights in the backseat again for, you know, for, for, for middle, for a lot of times white males who discover Mm -hmm. that they're trans 
And yeah, so, and I, so I see, you know, like she might have used bad verbiage and maybe she could have said things a little better, but I can see some of the points of, of yeah, both I mean, sides here. I think you've touched on a on a bigger point here as well, which is that, you know, yes, there obviously is like biological components, but something I think that hopefully we start to see in the future, in the next, you know, 50 years even sooner maybe is just less of a binary it's like especially in sports even like there are some incredible female athletes like there are some female athletes that are better than their male counterparts that get paid you know millions and millions of dollars more than they do but because they're a woman they aren't allowed to play in those leagues and they aren't allowed to be there except for like, you know, novelties. Like there've been a couple of women who've gotten to like, I don't like be kickers on football teams or, you know, stuff like that. But I think that something I would love to see is that it should just be based on performance. If a woman is good enough to play with the men, yeah, you know, and like, and that would in this particular instance where you're like, oh, well, you know, you, because of your, you know, your height, you have this innate muscular structure that you had from before your transition. So now, you know, you are still towering over the women on your team, but in an, in a situation where you're no longer just splitting between having male and female play separately, mm -hmm. that wouldn't be an issue anymore because she would get to go and play with the people that were more like, similar to her in physique and whatnot. Like, I think that co-ed sports is something that we should see more often. Like, there's no, like, people will argue like, oh, well, you know, men are stronger or women are more fragile or like, I don't know last time you saw a female hockey player. Those women are not fragile, no. like 0% fragile. Like half mm. of those people, like you see the injuries that they skate around with, that they get back up and keep playing mm. with. And you see the men like flailing on the soccer field in the meantime, you know, like it's, it's, yeah, like it's, it's crazy. And I just, I think that people need to be given a chance if someone wants to play in a different league because they're like roller derby, a hundred percent. Like it's, it's, those Ooh. ladies are tough. Yes. Like just, we're so ingrained to think like, oh, this is this way and this is this way. And there are bits of science that, you know, back up certain things as far as like muscular structure goes like I was a competitive swimmer for 10 years and it was very frustrating just knowing that like the boys would always be faster and they weren't they couldn't always swim longer they couldn't always do the distance I could beat them at certain things but inherently the way their muscle structures work it was easier for them to get faster than the girls were mm. and that was always frustrating but it was still like you know there were people that could compete with them there were girls mm -hmm. on the team that were faster than the boys were anyway and like but they couldn't compete at the same the same level and i just i think if you want to play together play together yeah. why not <laughs> no, you know I, it'll, I, it erases those issues i i agree with you but i would i would what i would want to see you know yeah that the, the outwardly fucking outwardly white latinx guy would love to see <laughs> <laughs> in, in the women's and trans world, uh, uh, the the uh, 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 or at least have weight classes. If we're gonna do something like Absolutely. that, let's have some weight Absolutely. classes. Absolutely, because yeah. there is, like Mental said, there's there's uh, young 
uh, trans women who are just destroying women's, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you know, all these these accomplishments. You know, they're 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 destroying them, and and a lot has to do with physiology. So maybe if we did have, co- I like that. I like that more because I I thought I've heard other people say, well, maybe have a separate trans team, but like that what no, separate but equal. It just, yeah. We should just be getting rid of that dichotomy. Like right. it doesn't need to be the men play here and the women play here based on how you identify. Like. Mm. If we just allow people to play based on their skill or or weight class or well, skill you know, and whatever, like like together. figure yeah. figure that stuff out, then that makes more sense. And then that is actually a more even playing field. And like for me, I would love to see f- women get more sports coverage, just yeah. in general. Like yeah, just in general. The, the, Can we get some more more women sports coverage? Can we get some more women <laughs> in music? I mean like yes, let's, please. <laughs> the dude storm is just really sticky. <laughs> um it's endless. I it's know endless. that you gotta get going here. Um um can, uh, do you have about ten more minutes, or is yes, that yeah, yeah, yeah? We can we can keep going. I'm I'm good. I'm keeping an eye on things. Okay, cool, cool. I'm, let's <laughs> jump through. I'm gonna race through these questions so we can get yes. to our game because I want everybody to be able to play a game before we go. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mental wants to know what you think of EA because EA made a bid for 1.2 billion for Codemasters <sighs> against uh, Tencent. Tencent. Uh, and then he asked, what do you think about indie games? So I guess I don't know anything about EA and what's happening right now. Maybe you do, but... I, I, I also don't really know anything about that. I don't sweet. know anything about that transaction. I know that that's a crazy freaking large round of money. Um, but I don't know much. I don't know much past that. Mm. Um, <laughs> Ivy's coming at me for the hockey. Yeah, I know. Um <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Uh, But anyway, uh, indie games, I think, are the best. I think indie games are incredible. I think that AAA games are cool, and there's a lot of them that I really like. But, you know, I work for an indie game team now, and I, I love it a lot. And when I was working at AAA Studio, a lot of, like, oftentimes I would look around and be like, there's so much talent in this building. If we weren't stuck to all making this like rather mediocre video game together, <laughs> we could do something amazing. Like just there's so much talent in there and it's all getting put into this game that's gonna get like 2.5 stars. I don't know. Like it was a fine game. It was, it was you know, ambitious and, and all of the stuff, but at the end it was another lifelike AAA game. Oh my God! Thank you, lecture uh, or, or, or mighty mighty. Thank you so much for that gift sub to lecture. Uh, thank you. Th- thank you so much, mighty mighty. You're awesome. You get you get some of this. Oh gosh, that's so loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, indie indie holds it down. Indie music is awesome. Indie, indie yeah. games are awesome. Yeah. Indie, I mean, and just so much more interesting. And like yeah. when you're not stuck, like the reason a lot of these like large studios kind of make a similar product over and over again is because they've made money doing it in the past, and now they have shareholders <laughs> and people that they have to be beholden to, and they can't like take these big risks because they don't have proof that it's going to work. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're an indie game studio and you don't have those people that you're as beholden to you could do cool stuff and you could put out games that like make an impact and that do something that's more interesting that maybe on paper to a shareholder doesn't make a lot of sense but to you know to 
the consumer is incredible. Like you look at games like Fall Guys that just like went crazy. You look at Among Us, you look at Valheim, you look at uh, Loop Hero, which just came out that's doing really well. Super tiny, tiny teams. Um, and yet they've just exploded. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give it to the love. You gotta give love to the what? Okay. All right, Mike. Uh, <laughs> identifying as a female as a joke is different from someone who chooses to live their authentic life with hormone replacement therapy and everything. Also, jokes should be funny, and that's cr- and that's cruel and invalidating. Are you speaking to someone else? Oh, to mental. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, mental. Did you? Are you? Are you talking shit in here? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> what, what did? What did mental say? You know, it's okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't that was between you. I didn't know that. I thought. I thought you were making a statement. I guess I could have read replying to mental. Oh, I see. I see. A bodybuilder who identified. Okay. Wow. If I would just look, <laughs> if I would just freaking look. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're at there. Well, um, I, I, that, that's kind of a heavy subject, and, and you know, I, I'm glad. We, I'm glad that we talked about it honestly, because like I really like that idea. The of like maybe having weight classes that's unisex or 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 not mm-hmm. you know whatever however whatever the right word is for it <laughs> I feel so old I feel like like that old guy who is just being left behind by society <laughs> oh no I think it's just it's 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 just not having to acknowledge gender as a classifier. You know, there's so many people now that are even, you know, non-binary because mm-hmm. they don't feel like the way that gender has been constructed fits into them at all. Yeah. And like, I think that's great. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know? I mean, like more power, like if, if that's what makes you feel like a whole person and like that's who mm-hmm. you are and you're being your real self. I mean, I'm all for it. And that's why that's why it's like really weird that people get so mad that, you know, I, I, I know there's other aspects that people get mad about, about you know, even talking about this, but I just, I, I, I mean, I just don't, I don't understand. It's like, who gives a shit if that person wants <laughs> yeah, to, let them live they their lives. Be, yeah, it's not going to affect it, you at all. Exactly. No one cares. What in the hell? Elena Maddie, thank you so much. Of course, there you'll find all the all the links in the show notes. Everybody go click in there. Everyone who's listening, everyone who's in chat, go click on the links that were just dropped and go follow Alana and, and, and check her out. She's an amazing, incredible artist. Very cozy stream. And I, I just had... We didn't even talk about music like at all. Not at all. <laughs> you know what? That's what happened on Friday too. It just turned all into conspiracy oh. theories. And it was just like... Oh, oh man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, well, is there... Do you have any any, you got any music coming out? Do you got anything you want to promote um, right now? Sure. Yeah. Um, I stream Wednesday, Friday, Sunday uh, over on my channel. It's generally a really nice time. Uh, I have a vinyl that's coming out oh, in May, June-ish time. Yeah. If you want to go and pre-order it, it's on Bandcamp. Hey. Uh, uh, all of my music and stuff is on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google, whatever you want to listen to it on. Um, yeah, be nice to each other. That's, that's, that's it. That's my, my end statement. Be nice to people. I love that. <laughs> I love that. All right. Everybody put your hands together for Atlanta Maddie. Hey, there she is. Hey. All right. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Alana 
Maddie, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Go check out Alana Maddie at twitch.tv slash Alana Maddie. A-L-A-N-N-A-M-A-T-T-Y. Go get yourself some Alana. Of course, I have her socials and stuff in the show notes. So go click around and support your local loving cozy Canadian. Okay, so um, I- I'm still on this juice fast. And I'm telling you, I'm on day eight. I'm down 15 pounds. It's been kind of treacherous, I gotta admit. Like, it, you know, it's easier this time around to just sort of say no to food. Um, but I'm also not smoking weed. I'm not. I'm, I'm celibate, and and mostly celibate for myself. I got I got, I got busy hands. So um, you know, I'm taking a break from everything. I'm I'm just taking a break. I I need to clear out. And it's been okay, you know, uh, it's been, it's, like, I'm hungry, I'm lightheaded, I just, wa- I just want some food, and Sunday my family got together, my mom made some, like, fucking bomb-ass Mexican food, and I'm just sitting there watching everybody devour their, their, their dinner, laughing and cackling as I'm sitting here drinking my awful green juice, uh, it was just, it was, you know, it's hard. But I've been taking a lot of naps. That's what I've been noticing. Is if you have time, if you have time for naps, then maybe juicing is right for you. I also found out that my sister-in-law is water fasting for 30 days, and I'm just like, holy hell, that is that is not me, bro. That is not me. I have to have some kind of sustenance. Like, uh, I'm I'm taking like bone broth as well. I'm drinking a little bone broth just to maintain like. Uh, protein levels and i'm also eating like a little bit of avocado and uh and coconut oil just for some healthy fats my body switched over into ketosis so fat is energy and so when i'm fe- like before interviews i'm going and eat, I'm, i've been eating some of uh, some healthy fats and making sure i have a little bit of bone broth protein in my body just so i can just function mentally because Oh my god, like it's just been so bad. I, I, like I feel like everything's been falling through the cracks. This has been a busy month for for uh for sponsors, you know. So I just I'm trying to stay on top of everything and I, I just whoo it, it's been a lot. So I'm glad that the sh- that's going to be over. I'm going to I'm going to stop the fast on uh, after 10 days. So f- this Friday <clears throat> for the live stream, I'll be off my fast. But in fact, I'll be off my fast, but I'll be doing an IRL stream at, at a local place here called The Salad Galley. And uh, it's going to be a good time. So if you can make it, I'm going to be doing that around noon on Friday, uh, what was that, the 30th, uh, April 30th, 2021. Uh, we're going to be doing a live IRL stream from um, The Salad Galley. So tune in for that. Um, and also we're having mytiki.com CEO and founder Mike Audie on the show. So tune in for that. And if you want to learn more about monetizing data that these big data companies are just taking for free, check out mytiki.com slash good English to go sign up and start making money off of your data. It also allows you to block people. Like if you don't want Facebook on your data, if you don't Amazon on your data, you can block Amazon 
and Facebook. You can uh, and you can and you can decide who gets what. So it, it's a great app. And once they get it fully launched, it's going to be amazing. So go over there and sign up on the email list and get get the word out. We are mytiki.com uh, slash good English. Okay, so um, that that's that's about everything. I mean, I'm doing the juice fast. It's okay. Living my life. I mean, I, I stand up too fast and, and I feel like I'm going to fall over. So <laughs> juice fasting is not for the faint of heart. Anyways, that's about it out of me, everybody. Uh, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and uh, repeatedly coming back, and, and just it just means the world for me, to me. So uh, I, I just always got to show gratitude for you guys coming through, and um, and please go support our sponsors if you if you like the show. Go support these sponsors I keep talking about and uh, and keep the show running, man, because uh, it, it's it's nice to actually make a little money off of doing this. And uh, it's been years since we've been doing this and we've been talking with each other. And uh, I just feel like we got you can hear it in my voice. Can't, like, like I'm, it's hard for me to even talk because I'm definitely elevating my voice to talk right now. And it's taking the wind out of me. I swear to God, it, it can't be good. Anyways. Don't exert yourself if you're fasting. Just take it easy. And, and that's it out of me. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. We have on the show Aaron Shea is on the live stream next. Is that Monday? Yeah, Monday, May 3rd. And then that following Friday is is open, actually. I, I got to book somebody in there. Hopefully somebody. I just sent a... Anyways, you know what? I gotta go. I'll talk to you guys next time. Be good to your fellow human beings. Hey, cheers for everybody. Bye-bye.